Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before Nick gets a foot on the boat, we put him into a sweet 16. God, we're finally back to that. A sweet 16 style tournament where you each round till we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide? He steps foot on the boat. Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We were your Sherpas up the mountain of 2001 movies. We took you by green boots. He's been there many a year, dead. We use him as a reference point to make sure we're almost to the top. And by God, we are almost to the top. This is the summit. This is the camp. We're at base camp. Base Camp 16. We're going to figure out what is the best movie from 2001. Arguably the greatest year in the history of cinema. Uh, yeah, it feels like you said, it, it feels good. The The round of 32, which was new to us. And I mean, of course, anything that's new is is going to be challenging. And I would challenge all of you listeners to do something new yourself. You know, get out there. Send Not too new. I mean, we essentially were doing the same thing we always do. Yeah. But like it, a little different. Something different. If you want to spice it up, go to PayPal. Send me money. Yeah. A I, lot of you haven't done that. A lot of you haven't. Exciting. So <laughs> give it a shot. You you give other people money on PayPal. Why don't you just try something a little different, like giving Cody money on PayPal? Exactly. Do I need the money? Not really, but I'll buy video games with it. I was I was going to say, maybe use a different type of like spice in your eggs, you know, instead of just salt and pepper. Why don't you grab some cumin? Why don't you grab some uh, paprika and toss it in and just see what happens? But, you know, also give Cody money. Mm -hmm. That works, too. But here we are, folks, now in the comfort of what we know and know how to do well. We are here in Group A, where we have the number one seed, Fast and the Furious, going up against the 17 seed, Donnie Darko. And we have the 25 seed, Mulholland Drive, going up against the nine seed, Spirited Away. Once again, for anyone who is who just was like, I cannot stand for this, this anarchy that you all are doing, and it just waited for us to get to Group A. The reason why these numbers are so big because we did do a round of 32 and we do not seed these brackets. We send them out to our uh, bracketologist. They give it back to us. So also if there's a movie on here, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Mulholland Drive? I mean, it's good, but top 16 all time? Well, we talked about it already. So go yeah, back and listen. Go back and figure it out. Trust Nick, me, it's going to be okay. Thing, the only thing stopping us from doing a Fast and the Furious bracket alone is the fact that we don't have 16 of them yet. We're close How many up. are there? Trailer, How many trailer are there for... If we include, yeah, we include all the movies that are in the canon. How close are we to the Fast and Furious bracket? Well, trailer for Fast 10 just came out yesterday. Yeah. Great. They're doing a greatest hits tour, which I love. <laughs> Isn't uh, every movie a great? No, like, no, I, no, no. I, what I mean is like they're going to go back to old locations because part of it looks like uh, Aquaman. Jason Momoa is in this one. And my, my favorite thing that movies do, and by the, my favorite, I mean, it is the one thing I hate the most, is when they're like, there was a character there in a movie that you've watched many times, but you didn't, you never saw him, but he was there the whole time. And now he's mad and he's going to get his revenge. Like Fast and the Furious does that all the time. Right. Like, that main evil villain, you know, the big baddie that was the worst person on earth. Well, turns out, his older brother's actually much worse, and you pissed him off yeah, by killing or, his brother. And in this one, they're like, hey, you know how you've seen Fast and Furious 5 countless times? More time. I watched, you guys, I watched it on the day of my wedding. There were priorities that needed to be set, and one of them was watching Fast Five. Oh, that's we did watch Fast Five. On we the did. We got we dressed did. and watched Fast Five, so Nick is not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. And now they're saying that Jason Momoa was there the whole time. They like literally cut back to them taking the vault out 
And I'm almost certain that we've seen the shot where you see into the, where the vault was and now where there was nothing. Right. But now there's Jason Momoa there. And I'm just like, are these motherfuckers going to gaslight us and go like digitally put back in Jason Momoa? Like they're going to George Lucas it and be like, (laughs) grab my edit of like the bag. If you ever catch it on streaming now, they've already re-edited it to be like, no, he's been there the whole time. You just missed him. If like, you no. have the de- what if they they're sending out an elite task force that consists of uh, John Cena and The Rock? They're gonna come into your house and they're gonna take your DVD and replace it with yeah. a new edited one. Yeah, you get all excited because you knock on the door and it's John Cena and The Rock, and you're like, "Oh, you guys! Oh my god, this is amazing! It's so great to see you!" Like, "Oh yeah, how are you doing, buddy?" And like while you're dapping up The Rock, John Cena's around because you can't see him, and he's going and grabbing your DV- your copy and swapping it out. Every single copy of the Fast Five came with an air tag. And we thought, why is this? It must be such a good movie. They're worried about stealing it. No, they knew that they retroactively had to put in someone. They just weren't sure who yet. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're close. We had, If you had that plus the Hobbs and Shaw and plus the animated series, we're at 12. 12 pieces of, of media that we can use. So we're close. Everyone, we're going to get there. I promise. So, yes, we have. So, I, let's just keep talking. I just I just always want to talk about Fast and Furious. But yeah, Fast and here's Furious, the deal. Donnie Darko, Donnie Darko. We didn't give Donnie Darko a very fair review in the beginning. I think my problem with Donnie Darko is I only saw it once. And it was told that it was going to be the best movie I've ever seen. I was a senior in high school. Everyone was talking it up. They were like, because we all had our high school philosopher hats on. We were smart. Right. We didn't know shit. It's the best combination. Then... I watch it and everyone talked up so much that I was pissed off. The movie, they got, they built it up, they put it on a pedestal and it, they ruined it for me. So I think I've been too hard on Donnie Dark. Rotten Tomatoes got 87. That's got to be good. It's got to be representing out here. I think I need to give Donnie Dark another 80, chance. It's 87 the, on Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, it is. And the point I'm trying to make me is, is that audience or critic? That's critic and audience is 80. Fuck. Yes. What? People liked this at the time. And if we compare that to Fast and the Furious with their 28%, I'm thinking that <laughs> I'm thinking we we built this lore around Fast and the Furious that's made it better than it is. I think listening to us talk about Fast and the Furious is actually better than watching the movie. So I'm leaning that's Johnny not, Darko. That's because not true I at think, all. I think no. I need experience. No. A, no. Fast and the Furious 1 is... Once again, I guess I am, I will say I am flabbergasted right now. I am in shock that as when Donnie Darko came out, that people enjoyed it. This makes me really, I know it's not in here because it came before it, but this makes me need to know what Fight Club's like Rotten Tomato score is because I can't imagine that. Yeah, well, all right. People like 79. Dang. Okay. Now I'm just out here thinking like, hey, society. You can't give these movies like critically high scores because <laughs> it's what justifies to like every men's right activist that these were good things. Like just just do what senators do when they like know they need to show up, but they, they're they like, I can't. I in my conscience can't vote for this, but also I can't vote the opposite way. Right. I can't go against what my constituents would want. But in my conscience, I can't vote for this. And just, so just list your list present your, present. <laughs> What if the Rotten Tomato <laughs> score said present? We get on there, Fast 10, it just says present. It's present. like, what? I was what here. I was there. I saw everything happen. <laughs> you do not get to know what I think about it. I will list myself as present. I mean, Nick, because I, think- I just feel like, here's the thing. I I hear what you're saying. Like, I, I genuinely, 
I know I will struggle with divorcing myself from at least wanting to see Fast and the Furious make it to the final four. Like, let me be clear right now where I stand. That's what I, I that's what I want to see happen because I'm always looking for an excuse to watch the Fast and Furious again. I also genuinely, in my heart, love that movie. Like all, all jokes aside, I think that that is a, it is a great movie for what it wants to be. I don't think it aspires to more than what it wants to be. It just wants to be a movie about friendship and fast cars and fucking A. That's what it should be called. Instead of the Fast and Furious, it should be called Friendship and Fast Cars. Fast and the Friendly. Why didn't they call it that? Why didn't we just go? I I hear what you're saying and I respect it, but I am going to go with Donnie Darko in this first round. Yeah. I think... I think I didn't give it a fair shake. I think there's something here that I need to see. I don't disagree with that standpoint. I think there's a part of me that's like, okay, was I, because I, I think I was in the same situation with you, right? You have a friend. I think this is a lot of people's experience with Donnie Darko. You have someone who's just too into it and is like, bro, I just, I guess at this point, the matrix had just come out. So the reference would have been, but it's like, they just feel like, yo, I just saw the matrix. Dude. Like I see it all so clearly now, dude. Everything is just a time loop, man. And like, we're coming back from the present, going into the future, but then we're, it's all of our past at the same time, dude. And there's bunnies. And you're <laughs> bunnies like- with big teeth. And you're just like, I don't think that's anything. And you're like, and but like, dude, it'll change your life. I know. And I remember watching it. The whole time I was watching it, my friend kept looking over me to like gauge my reactions and shit. And that, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> it's also like an incredibly like slowly paced- film you know like it just it's not a, like in if you're trying to look at me to see what my reaction is there's never a point in the movie where everything just goes like oh shit fast and furious though <laughs> does get you no, to do the that. first race you got the first race when everything happens when you get this when you when he beats him when vin beats uh brian for the first time and then they get out and he's like yo i almost had you and then vin hits him with that you almost had me. You never had me. You never had your car. That is when I would look at any human and be like, is that not maybe one of the greatest lines in cinema history? <laughs> I mean, you'd be wrong. It's- Nick, I get it. I get your defending. I have to lock in Donnie Darko. I've spent a lot of time with Fast and the Furious. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure we're going to do a whole Fast and the Furious bracket as soon as it's possible because I'm not going to be able to stop you. So <laughs> I just, I got to lock in Donnie Darko. I I will flip for it. Like I, I won't, I won't push this any further. I will flip you for it and we can, and we, and we'll let the fates decide. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with this conclusion. If I have to let it go because fucking apparently the critics loved it. One of the, I don't think an 80 makes you one of the greatest movies of all time or like cinematically, but I, it, that's how I'm treating it right now. Like that's what I feel like they said. <laughs> well, when it's compared to a 23, you really got <laughs> fuck those critics. They should have to go back. I want them to, I want everyone to have to go back and rewatch Donnie Darko and Fast and Furious and give us your new scores. I need to know what you think now about it. <laughs> now in context and history. All right. Well, we will do what we always do when we come to an impasse, and that is settle this the only way we know how with the American Voting Coin of 2004, as brought to you by random.org. We got John Kerry facing up, which means George Bush is on the other side. Cody, you are the low seed. So, where are you going to do? Oh. <sighs> I think I'm going to go with our boy Bush. I think he watched Donnie Darko and it inspired him to run for the presidency. I think he saw it and he was like, I could be. I, you I mean the movie that destiny. came out in 2001 when he was elected the president? Yeah. Yeah. Already the yeah. president. No, no. He didn't know though. He didn't know he was president. So like it inspired <laughs> him. 
to actually work at it you know <laughs> like he was like oh i need to run for president They're like sir we already did that because your dad is you yeah. know nepotism. your dad did the whole thing yeah, your and, dad and he's like oh yeah sweet what did you think all those what did you think all those like big uh events you all those rallies you went to were Oh, I thought y'all just throwing me parties. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I thought I'm they were just big George Bush parties. That's what all the banners and balloons were for. They're all said George, George Bush W on them. And I was yeah. like, hell yeah, that's radical. Like, that's awesome, dude. And I just, I don't know. I just, I say what I always say at parties. <laughs> you know, <laughs> man, I'm always talking about the things I would do different in America. That's just me. That's just, jo- that's just Georgie B, baby. <laughs> that's Georgie B. Now, that's I didn't I know I was actually the president. <laughs> all right. That's explained well, why he kept reading that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, flip. All right, we'll flip. John Kerry. All right. Fast and the Furious. Nick, you win at this one, I guess. <laughs> you win. I'm, so- I, I can't I'm tell, sorry, Cody. I can't tell if I'm just trying my best not to have to watch Fast and the Furious again. Like, I've I seen understand. It so many I do. Times. I'll, Nick, I'll, you, you're holding my life hostage with Fast and the Furious. I wish, I wish I could say I'm sorry. Because part of me is like, we've talked about it a lot. I don't know how much left I have in the tank to say. Besides, like, it's just good. I don't know. And so part of me is like, well, at least Donnie Darko, we would have new stuff, but eh, God did decide. So we're going to have Fast and Furious going up against either Mulholland Drive or Spirited Away. Cody, where I know, I know, uh, as we mentioned previously, Mulholland Drive going to be one of your wife's top favorite movies. So yes, here's where I'm at. Okay. I, I want to like Mulholland Drive more than I do. That's where I find myself with David Lynch in general. I fancy myself a fan of David Lynch, but guys, secretly, I don't like this guy's movies. Like, I don't <laughs> like them. I, I like Twin Peaks is simultaneously my favorite and least favorite TV show I've ever seen in my life. It's, it holds a special place in my heart. But every time I watch a Lynch movie, I just do feel dumb. I do feel dumb. Like, do you feel dumb because you're like, is it, you're just like, I'm not getting why everyone thinks this is so no, big. Well, it's because so I don't important. get what's going on. And then I'm like, Catherine, you're smart. Tell, explain it to me. And she's like, well, that's the point. You're kind of supposed to, you know, be left open-ended and not know all the answers. And I hate that. And you're just like, that's not, that's, that's not how you make things. That's not how you make things. Don't make things like that then. If that's how you're going to do it, then don't make things like that. So I do like it, but I also hate it at the same time. I'm torn. Have you seen it, Nick? I, ha- I have not seen, I've actually haven't seen either of these. Oh, so you've this- never seen Spirited Away. See- Right there, my reaction means I have to lock in Spirited Away. You haven't seen Spirited Away. I get offended at a physical level. I get it. It's one of those, I just think like at the at the time, you know, I would have been 11, right? And I just missed it. This is one of those where like for me, I'm pretty comfortable whoever makes it out of here alive because there is a part of me that's like, I know that these are both very good movies. These are movies that people love and are important to cinema and culture and so maybe it is just time like i'm willing to at least have the conversation around like maybe it's time to watch it maybe it's time to go so why don't you just walk me through again maholan drive what let me just give me your summation of these two films in a way that's like talk to me though all right talk to me about the things i will like in this movie and i'll tell you which one i like more yeah a woman gets in a car accident and she has amnesia right and they're okay. trying to solve her life, basically. But the thing is, we don't know the order of events the movie shot it because nothing's shot in chronological order. Okay. But they don't tell you when it's jumping back and forth in time. It's just kind of like, you know, figure it out yourself, you big smart boy. Is that something that you don't... How quickly when you're watching the movie, do you realize that? Or is it only like at 
the very end and you're like, wait, was that whole thing not in order? Yeah, it's that more of that last one. And then- Oh, fuck. So that's gonna make me feel dumb. That's gonna make me feel so dumb. Spirited Away, uh, a young girl's family move. It's hard to explain the beginning of it. It's it's about growing up. It's great. It's got a dragon in it. It's got pigs. It's got- I know it's a, got that A witch face. with a big head and a giant baby. It's got a giant baby in it, Nick. A big old baby. Is the big old baby symbolic or is it just a big old baby? Everything's symbolic. <laughs> but also it I've is heard. just a big old baby. <laughs> that is what I've heard about um, Miyazaki. Miyazaki, yeah. Yeah, Miyazaki, right? That it's like, it's it's either all symbols or you can just watch it. Like, do you? Like, he's very good. He's very smart. Very well written. So I think it's just, I'm like, I, I'm going to walk in spirited away over Mulholland Drive because Mulholland Drive, I just don't have the brain capacity to do it. I'm too dumb. And if I'm too dumb, no offense, Nick, I think you're too dumb. There's a, <laughs> see, I do feel like because you've admitted that I want to pull Mulholland Drive all the way through now and then watch it. <laughs> watch and then when we talk about it next, I'm like, oh, dude, you didn't get it. Dude, I was there the whole way. Like, oh my gosh. It was, I of course understood all of it. And then you'd quiz me on like one thing and I would collapse like a house of cards. <laughs> like so easy. And just be like, you're like, oh, you did get it, Nick? All right, well then explain to me the importance of Roy Orbison's crying and why was it in Spanish? And I'd be like, um, I mean, like you have to think that that's like a meta commentary on US foreign relations, I think. <laughs> You're like, of course it is. No, nah, it was, dude. I don't think that's it, dude. It's pretty obvious what that was about. And I'm just like, all right, I lose. I think, yeah, both these movies are very good. And I feel like it's just on brand to pick Spirited Away for me. I I'll, love this film. I will I will go with you with Spirited Away, mostly because you said you said the, the key phrase, and that is it's a it's a coming of age story. And your boy, your boy is always gonna be a sucker for a coming of age story. But let me tell you, Cody, a little coming of age story that I love. If if you have the time, I don't I don't if you if you don't mind. Do you have a minute? I think I have a minute for you. you have I a have a couple minutes. Yeah. Do you have a minute for me to tell you about our Lord and Savior, Dominic Toretto? Because here's here's a story I like is that there was once a young man named Brian, and here's the thing: Brian was very insecure about himself, right? And he he so that's what he joined the police force to maybe gain some confidence, but that wasn't doing anything for him because he understood that the police are all phonies and fakes. And he was tired of being a phony and a fake. But the one place where he was finding himself was behind the wheel of a car, specifically a Mitsubishi Eclipse 3. He finds a group of friends. And just like any group of friends, he tries to prove himself and tries a little too hard, to be honest with you, to the point where they see the value in him, but he's kind of annoying them. We've all been there. We've all had that friend who just is like kind of a tag along. and is. But you're like, oh, just keep him with the group. Maybe someone's younger brother or something, right? But then when the time comes... When all the cards, when all the cards are on the table, the chips are down, flip that the other way around, I think is the way that phrase goes. <laughs> I think the cards are down, the chips are on the table. Where was, where were all of Dominic's friends when he was being chased by, they aren't the Yakuza, but I don't know what else, how else to refer to them. Where was everyone? Oh, wait, they were nowhere to be found, but there was Brian. And thus a friendship was formed that would last to this day. Longer beyond, than life, beyond life. Beyond life. Beyond life, Cody. So does Spirited Away have a story like that? And yes, dude. It's got a love story <laughs> that transcends time because it's between a woman and a dragon. But Nick, I love that you sound like a car guy and you could probably pass as a car guy until someone mentioned any model of a vehicle that wasn't in a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. <laughs> like the instant You're... someone's like, yeah, have you seen the new uh, Bentley? You'd be like, uh, 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 the Dominique drive one. 
Yeah, was is that the one that Ludacris drove in the movie? I think I think Fast and the Furious has had a good run. I think it deserves to be here. I think we've got ten of them coming. We've got a tenth one on the way. Will I watch it? Nick will probably make me watch it two or three years after it's done. Yeah. But Spirit Away has left a lasting legacy. I think it's still referred to as one of the greatest animated movies of all time. Yes, it, it is, very much is. This here's is the cream of the crop, dude. Here's here's where I'm at with this. Is like. As much as I want to use the fact that like Fast and the Furious has has endured, right? We're obviously still talking about it. We're, there's still there's more sequels. And I promise you, it's not just me and Nick to talk about. It. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the reality. Like when this movie came out, as Cody has pointed out, wasn't beloved. The next movie they make, not beloved. Too Fast, Too Furious. You got to you got to really you got to really like what happened later on, I think. Too Fast, Too Furious is better because of the movies that came later. On its own, no. It isn't. The reality is Fast 4 is what created the genre. Because they essentially just remade the movie. They recreated. They just. How can how can we recreate this movie and actually make it interesting? Let's add The Rock. Yeah. We're going to go. Yeah. So the reality is, is that we can sit here and say, oh, it was so important. 2000. No, it was not. It was not. Besides the fact that I think like, honestly, I think it did more harm than good. Because I think every kid was like, oh, I'm going to drag race my car. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't get in your mom's Hyundai with no, with no, like, NOS. Like, you, you don't even have a NOS. Car. You shouldn't have NOS either. Most people would be like, you don't need it. Most cars don't. There's no reason. Like, you're not prepared for what's going to happen to you. You shouldn't. And so I think, a lot, I think it honestly caused more harm than good to people. <laughs> <laughs> like I really don't think it was a good thing. I think a lot of accidents happen, and I'm and I'm sorry, Vin. I hope you don't strike me down. Spirited Away, even at the time, was acclaimed as one of the greatest films. It's still to this day on its own. It, that's the thing about Fast and the Furious, the first one, is that it's only great because the franchise endured. If the franchise stopped at the third movie, right? Mm. If it stops at Tokyo Drift, no one fact, watches it. No one. This movie, we don't talk about it. At all. We don't. We like, wouldn't even made it out of the first plane. No, no, no. We would be like, oh, yeah, Fast and Furious is in here. I guess we could put it on. I kind of remember liking that movie. It isn't without those sequels that are only made because, let's be honest, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel aren't getting any other roles. Yeah. So they finally are look, look at each other like, do you just want to do it? Yeah, let's go. And then stumbled onto the greatest action franchise of all time. So I, as much as it hurts me, I think we got to go spirited away. If we, if you're telling me we got a coming of age story with dragons, that's going to be a pretty big sell for your boy. Yeah, it's good. I think we got to do it. So we got to lock in spirited away. I'm going to turn you into a weeb by the time this thing's over. Oh, get a little, uh, what is the U U W U mean? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I see that on stuff. <laughs> it's like that ooh, sound. I think ooh, is what it's, is that, is that good? I don't, like it. Is that bad? I don't know, man. I'm not that cool. I see I just, something about like, UWU cuties or something. And I've seen that on on in, on internet stuff. Should I not click on those links? I wouldn't click on those. No, okay. that sounds like that sounds like spyware. Don't okay. not click on that. <laughs> I I usually just stay away from from but I'm like, oh, no, oh, a UE cootie. Okay, maybe. I might be into that. But I I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't need <laughs> Everyone can like your thing. I just don't know. I'm worried that there's going to be tentacles is really what I'm trying is my biggest concern. And if you there like tentacles, be. like tentacles, it's for you. But I just it's not going to be something I see myself or maybe I'm afraid I'd become a tentacle. <laughs> a boy. What it'll awaken inside of you. And Nick has just never been this. Nick accidentally watched Hentai and he's never been the same. Yeah. And now 
now I'm just, now I have, I actually have already have the body pillow, but I don't think my wife would enjoy if I got like one of those anime body pillows. So. <laughs> just, <laughs> I can imagine Kellyanne not being a fan of that. You sleeping with a giant anime woman. What? But no, it's just a body pillow. What are you talking about? How come when you squeeze it, it goes, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move, let's move Spirited away. It, it is worthy. It deserves to be here. We will move Spirited away into the final four. And that is going to be it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about Chaboys, a few things that you can do. As always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure you are subscribing, hitting that follow, hitting those reviews up. Five stars, please. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Excellent. If you think of more stuff you need Nick to say, just slide into his DMs. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, email us to the Friendly Competition Podcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we will do it. We'll give you a shout-out, too. Also, reviews. Review our stuff. As always, shout-outs to Charizard for that intro to our music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard. Replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. we got Group B coming out on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. Thank you.